0: Hi and welcome back. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about relationships. In this article that I found about about 1.5 million people give all the relationship advice you'll ever need to hear, and basically it's just a bunch of people that gave relationship advice, and we're gonna read what um, you know what they share. If it's good relationship advice if it's useful but anyways <coughs> that's going to be the topic of today just really relationships uh, I personally never had I would say a, very, a serious romantic relationship I had a lot of you know I can say casual romantic relationships um, in the past not many um I would say, but in terms of relationship, it can even be friendships, um, you know, relationships in general, people around you, it doesn't have to be romantic, um, but in this case, I think they're talking about romantic relationships, I think, or maybe no, not, let me see, I'm sorry guys, I'm also sick, so I'm going to be taking breaks, I have my tissue box, I have my my drink next to me so I might take a few breaks um, during this episode because my nose is annoying and being sick is annoying but I'm a lot better so fingers crossed I won't have to take too many breaks or no breaks at all would be even better but we will see so anyways yeah that's basically the episode of today so yeah the first advice they give us so yeah that's basically I was talking about um, how I never really been in a serious, like, romantic relationship ever. Um, I would say I met, like, a few, a few guys, because I'm straight. So I met, I met a few guys. And, I mean, we spoke. We had a few conversations, but nothing, nothing very serious, just very casual, I would say. Um, but I did, I did, um, meet a lot of people my life that became friends so i also have experience in you know with friendships but i think in this article in particular they're talking mostly about romantic relationships if i'm not mistaken because the first one says be together for the right reasons so before we even get into what you should do in your relationship let's start with what not to do don't ever be with someone because someone else pressured you I got married the first time because I was raised Catholic, and that's what you were supposed to do. Wrong. I got married the second time because I was miserable and lonely. And though having a loving wife would fix everything for me, also been obvious from the beginning, the only reason you should ever be with, with the person you're with is because you simply love being around them. It's really simple. Uh, no, it really, it really is that simple greg so when i sent out my request to the reader i asked anyways that's another part of the article So basically some of the reasons why people um being with the wrong being being the person for the wrong reason or basically being yeah being in relationship with this person for the wrong reason uh includes you know pressure from friends and family feeling like a loser because they were single and settling for the first time that came along. For the first, sorry, for the first person that came along. Being together for image because relationships looked good on paper, in photos, on social media. Uh, because the two people actually admired each other. And not because the two people actually admired each other. Being young and naive and hopelessly in love, thinking that love would solve everything. So that's basically one of the, you know, many reasons why people... um get into relationships in the first place and it's not always for the right reasons so in this case with greg here he's saying that he only met he only married someone because he was rave catholic and that was you know the the right thing to do in the family or any you know in his in his entourage um the first time from what i understood the first time he got married um no no sorry the time he got married uh the second time Is because I think the first time was because he was pressured and Catholic and that's like people were telling him in his entourage that's like the right thing to do you should get married but the second reason why he got married was because he was lonely and miserable and lonely and thinking that and he thought that having a wife would fix everything and he wouldn't be lonely anymore so I think it's important to think about you know, in this case, the only reason you should ever be with someone is because you simply love being around them. It's really that simple. So it is very difficult. You know, when you're you're pressured from the people around you, or simply from, you know, once again, your entourage, your friends, your family, social media, people getting married, people getting engaged. You know, you have that extra pressure for sure. But when it comes to like religion and beliefs, and it's it gets it gets very complicated. But um. It's really sad the story, honestly, that I mean I heard it before. It's very common these kind of stories where you're pressured into getting married because that's the right thing to do in, in you know in your entourage or your family's like very, very religious. But the second time it's because he was miserable and lonely. It's kinda sad. Yeah, so that's not the right thing to do, obviously. Um next one is the next advice. So that was the first advice. Don't um be with someone because you love love being around them um, and not because you were forced into it it's not worth it the second advice is have realistic expectations about relationship and romance so this story is written here by paula so you're absolutely not going to be gaga over each other every single day for the rest of your lives and all of this happily ever bullshit is just setting people up for failure. They go into relationships with these unrealistic expectations. Then the instant then the instant they realize they aren't gaga anymore, they think the relationship is broken and over and they need to get out. No, there will be days or weeks or maybe even longer where you aren't all mushy gushy in love. You're even going to wake up. Uh, some mornings and think oh you're still here that's normal and most importantly sticking it out is totally worth it because in a day or in a week or maybe even longer you'll look at the person and a giant wave of love and you'll hold them so much you think your heart can't possibly hold it all because a love that uh, that is alive it evolves it expands um it deepens it's not going to be the way it used to be or the way it will be it shouldn't and it shouldn't be i think it's i think if more couples understood that they'd be less inclined to panic and rush to break up or even divorce so yes this one not having you know too much not having high expectations when it comes to romance obviously at the beginning you might be you know very in love and obsessed with each other um as many couples are at the beginning you know i think on the we have to understand that no relationship is ever perfect romantic or you know friendships or relationships in general are not perfect and obviously at the beginning everything's gonna be so so nice you know the beginning's gonna be like oh i love you and this and that and everything's gonna seem so perfect but i think as time you know as time goes on as time passes um by we actually notice that it's okay to you know that that the relationship that you're in romantically is not going to be perfect, and there will be fighting, and the person won't be, you know, as she mentioned, this person won't won't be as attractive as you as you once fought, or maybe this person is just maybe not the one at the end of the day. But I feel like it's important to keep going because relationship is like it's like anything else. At the beginning, it's going to seem easy, and then it's it's going to become harder and harder and harder. And I think just you know, as Paula mentions in this, in this little, this little article, um, she mentions here that if you really love the person and the relationship expands and contract, it's not going to be the way it used to be. But I think it's important to, um, she said, like follow through with the relationship, even if you think that it's not perfect anymore and that you know this person is not the right person for you. I feel like like any relationship, it's not gonna be perfect, and that's okay. And I feel like they don't often say those things, you know. They they don't often, people don't often tell you, oh, you know, like you really have to be in love, and it's okay to not find this person amazing every day and find them annoying sometimes. People often think, oh, okay, if you're not happy with him, then you know, divorce, break up, whatever. It's not always the solution um leaving is not always a solution to everything so i think personally i have actually a little story um if i can share my opinion on this sorry guys just took a little break okay um if i can share my you know opinion on um i mean gregs i can't i would say for me personally, in my, you know, personal life, if I can relate to hear what Greg uh, wrote in the first uh, advice, he was saying you know feeling pressured because of you know religion and all that. Um, definitely, I already felt pressured into you know when it comes to dating. It's it's very complicated when people keep telling you, you know. I think that's that's for everyone. You know, sometimes in your family, people will keep telling you. Or just in your entourage in general. Oh, you should marry someone that's uh, from the same country. The same religion as you. The same values. So it's very difficult. I feel like sometimes people will give you advice that you don't want. I would say like unsolicited advice. Uh, People often will give you advice. And it, it just puts a lot of pressure. Even if it's not like they're not trying to be that kind of person. I feel like sometimes people will give you advice that just makes it worse like you really don't need that advice um on like who you should marry or who you should date like what kind of person this person should be so definitely I come from you know a family that's very that's not perfect like everyone else you know a very sort of toxic family that believes it's very old fashioned but also I would say the older generation is a lot more old fashioned than the new generation but still, there's a lot of old-fashioned beliefs of, you know, who you should marry and what your what your beliefs should be and this and that. And, you know, why you should be this person, what country or what religion they should come from or they should believe in. And, oh, no, no, but, they, you know, they must believe in God and they must do this and they must do that. And it was very ingrained, I think, in me and, and a lot of other people, a lot of other girls in my family. I think it's also... Another thing with gender as well. I feel like we always, you know, tell the girls that this, that they should marry this person, tell the guys. Anyways, you know, a lot of families, it's like that. But for this one in particular, I wanted to mention something in, in Paula's story. Um, because mentioning that, you know, talking about divorce and breakup, um, I actually wanted to maybe share something quite personal. Or not, eh, not that personal. I would say... um you know, I'm very close to... Well, I mean, I'm really close to my family. I'm very close. I have a good relationship with my family. You know, it's not perfect, but... You know, we're doing well. Basically, one day my mom told me, you know... I went to a psychologist and... She told me because she was having quite a hard time, you know, with my dad. And they were finding a lot. And then she went to... Um, a counselor or psychologist and the psychologist told her you know you should probably just you know divorce divorce this person divorce this man you know my father today and I was talking to my mom about this actually that you know if really you were that unhappy with you know with my father today um, why't you just divorce I remember her telling me that it's not it's not the the best solution in every i would say in every situation it's not a solution i would say like it's not the best solution because at the time she was like oh what what i'm just gonna i'm just gonna leave and like leave him on his own like it's you know it's it's kind of shitty and it's not the best thing to do um in those kind of situations i feel like sometimes people often think about divorce and breakup but you should always she told me you should also think about the other person how the other person will feel and even if you know we are incompatible she was telling me because my parents were very incompatible very incompatible couple and she was telling me even if we're very incompatible i don't think i would ever leave him because i don't know it's, it's kind of shitty to leave just to leave someone and Especially the fact that he didn't really do anything um, at all. He was just he was just annoying. <laughs> that that's the only thing they were just they would just argue, but he didn't do anything. Like you know you know he wasn't violent. He wasn't aggressive in, in any way. He's not the most patient person, but he's not. You know he's not very. Eh, he's aggressive, but he's not. I don't know. No one's perfect. I mean, he's not. He was never violent or or extremely aggressive. Um with my mother uh with us yeah with us either i don't really know whatever it doesn't matter but he was never you know he didn't do anything anything crazy anything dangerous or or something that my mom would you know find a bit crazy um anyways he didn't do anything bad like bad to the point where you know where she would want a divorce he was just really annoying and they were very Incompatible, and they would argue a lot. And she felt like she wasn't heard, and he felt like he was misunderstood by you know, all of us my mother, my brother, and I because we're we're only four. Um, And she told me, Oh, well, you know, you understand, like divorce just wasn't an option because it meant I had to leave you, you know, I had to leave you, meaning she had to leave my brother and I behind with my dad and we would have to do the whole you know going to my dad's house and going to my mom's and then going to my dad's and back to my mom's and she didn't want to leave us behind so I, I feel like sometimes breakups and divorce are not always the best solution to it's not it's not always the best thing to do but it depends obviously it depends the person the situation the context in, in my context in particular um uh, my parents were not you know in anyway there was no abuse there was nothing like that um at all you know god forbid there was nothing nothing that he could have done that was you know extremely dangerous or extremely aggressive or to the point where we had to be moved um you know to another house or you know call the police it was really not nothing nothing like that you know thank goodness but it was just yeah it's just something i wanted to mention that sometimes like I just mentioned, breakup, divorce, it's not always the best solution. It's imperfect, but I mean, the relationship is still, still imperfect. But at the end of the day, you know, everyone has their flaws and no one's ever perfect. So I feel like sometimes we can just tough it through. Um, because we all have our flaws, we all have our, you know, our... Are good traits, I would say. Our strength, as well. So yeah, we can always, we can always benefit from from each other. I find in, in a couple, some someone has you know, these strengths and these flaws. I think we all do, and uh, yeah. That's what I wanted to mention, uh, for this this particular for Paula's story. So basically, next uh, advice is uh, Tara happily ever after does not exist every day you wake up and decide to love your partner in your life the good the bad and the ugly some days it's a struggle and some days you feel like the luckiest person in the world definitely what i just mentioned you know it's not perfect Um, nothing is perfect relationship demands work it demands understanding and demands compromise and trust and nothing is ever perfect Moving on the most important factors in a in a relationship oops sorry, in a relationship is not communication but respect. This advice comes from laura what i I can tell you is the number one thing is respect it 's not sexual attraction, looks shared goal religion or lack or love. There are times where you feel love from your partner for a partner but you never want to lose respect for your partner. Once you lose respect you 'll never get it back. Always be respectful it 's very important. I feel like this it 's the most important thing in a relationship is respect and then another thing for me personally, I find that it's very important in a relationship and I mentioned it before on uh, the naomi show is self control. If your partner has self control mm, best thing best thing you can really have is self control so if your partner has self control, keep that keep that person keep that person very close because, um, I know that I actually wanted to mention something also another another story. Basically, I met um. No, how old was I? Anyways, uh, back back then I was like thirteen, fourteen. Was I? Yeah, I was fourteen. Yeah, thirteen. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Thirteen, fourteen, I would say, and I had uh, this one classmate. Uh, this this guy in my class, um, he was very aggressive. He had like you know, anyways you guys don't know, but um, he had anger management issues, and he was very aggressive. But he was always, but he was also not that mean, but not that nice. Uh, to me in particular, he wasn't um, very mean. Like he wasn't no, he wasn't mean to me at all. Honestly, he wasn't mean to me at all. From what, I, from what I could remember, he was very mean to other people, but when it came to uh, my relationship, if I can say relationship with him, um, he didn't really talk to me, but also he didn't completely ignore me. Um, he would always, you know, check me out all the time, like, he would look at my, you know, my, my chest area, if you guys know what I mean, my boobs, he would always be checking me out all the time, and... You know, back then, being very flattered, being very young, uh, I was very flattered that you know, uh, male, the male attention that a guy actually thought I was attractive. Um, so for me, it wasn't that big of a deal. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, um, I don't, I don't hate the stares. You know, I don't, I don't hate him checking me out. I remember I, I was always, I would always check him out because he was also attractive and i i don't know i thought that he thought that i was attractive i guess if he was checking me out but i honestly thought he was he was attractive he still is to this day he's still attractive but he was i remember i would also check him out but not as much as he did like he was very obvious about it i try to be more you know more discreet more low-key um but anyways after that so that was kind of a relationship You know, we just we were in the same classroom, and I remember he had a lot of anger management issues. But he would never be um, mean or angry with me in particular. But with other people, he would always be. Um, So I thought, oh, I was like, okay, so I guess I'm I'm not as annoying, or like I'm not an annoying person, um, if he's not like mad with me, or doesn't find me annoying. Um, Anyways, and then after that, uh, a couple of years, I remember I left the school. The, the year after. And then recently, actually, when I turned, I think, 16 or I would say 17, 18. No, 18. So, yeah. Recently, when I turned um, 18, I'm, I'm 19 right now. I'm turning 20 very soon. It goes by so quickly. Um, the time. The time goes by so quickly. And then when I turned 18, uh, I found him on Instagram. I think I don't know if I found him he found me like we found each other on Instagram and then he decided to follow me I don't remember how it started I think it was first Instagram then we added each other on Snapchat so we were friends on Instagram we were friends on Snapchat um I didn't think it was that weird that he followed me but I I was like oh we never you know we were never really friends like friends if I could say we were just in the same classroom we kind of I didn't find him annoying. He didn't find me annoying. So it was kind of that relationship. Um, but I remember, yeah. So he followed me and then we followed. I followed him on, on Snapchat as well because he never really. I was like, okay, like I, I used to know this guy, whatever. We can we can be friends. I don't mind. And then once um, I added him on, you know, on Instagram and, and Snapchat, he basically, we started talking a little bit and then he. Started saying like really really weird things, Um, you know the fact that he was, he was saying like very I'm not gonna repeat what he said, you know in the the messages and the DMs, but he would say a lot of like very aggressive violent like things, about other people or what he would do to other people. So he was, you know that kind of mindset. I was like oh okay, and then but not like to me he wouldn't tell me like physically that he would do things to me. It was like it would always say, "Oh, I did this to this person." And it was very, it was very violent, like a very violent way of speaking. And then I remember that one day, um, for some reason, I don't know. That was a very dumb idea. I made a joke. Okay, so I made a joke that I read online, um, like you know, to because I wasn't sure what to say, and I was like, "I want, I want to, you know, I want to make a joke, but I don't know which one. So what's the best best joke to make?" And I kind of made to this day i kind of it's it's really embarrassing to remember what joke i made but it was very like a very dumb joke that i found that today like right now is just so embarrassing to talk about because it's it was so dumb like i understand why he got mad and then basically yeah you guys guessed it i basically sent it to him that he got so mad like he started telling me like you know like really flipping me off. He got, like, so angry. He was like, what the fuck? And he started, like, saying the F word. And then uh, he sent me, like, this emoji of, like, a a bunch of middle fingers. And he started saying, like, F you, you know, F you, F you. He would, like, fuck you all the time. He would tell me, fuck you. Like, he told me three times. And he sent me, like, a bunch of middle fingers. And I remember that even before he kind of snapped at me, uh, I remember he told me, you know, we should go out, we should date, whatever. We were thinking of kind of meeting up and, and like actually going on a date. And thank goodness that I didn't do it because, you know, in, in those moments where you're so young and someone is complimenting you and and you're kind of, you know, you're flattered and you're like, okay, it, it could be a possibility. You kind of forget who this person was and you forget you know how aggressive they are and you kind of forget all the anger management issues, all the things they they would say all the violent things he would say i kind of kind of brushed it off for some reason and i remember even my brother was like telling me don't don't are you are you crazy you're going to go out with him like remember when you told me he was aggressive remember when you told me this cuz i remember when i was in school with him i would talk to to my mother a lot about him saying yeah he's very aggressive or i don't know i think i mentioned a lot of negative things about him and i think in the moment where you're all flattered, you kind of forget who this person was. And sometimes, most of the time, people don't change. So we met... So basically, yeah, when we met, I was 13 and he was 16. He was much older than me. He was 16, I think. Was he 16 or 15? Anyways, I remember he was 16. I don't know why I remember this so clearly. And then he and then I was yeah 13. He was 16. And now today... When we talked to each other i was i'm eighteen well I was eighteen and he was um if he was sixteen he must have been like twenty or something I think it was probably maybe twenty i don't know sixteen if i was if I was thirteen and today i'm I'm nineteen today almost twenty so I would say probably he was maybe twenty maybe i'm gonna say that it's around that age around like 19 maybe 19 maybe 20 um when we spoke again and i remember he was like i guess he didn't change because he snapped at me and then i can't believe like i was thinking of going out with him it's very crazy to think about this um thank goodness i never went i never went out with him so that's good news um but you know in that moment i was before he kind of you know Told me to F off. Um, After I did you know, this dumb joke. He. Yeah. Thank goodness. I didn't go out with him. Because clearly that was just the example of someone. That doesn't have any self control. Whatsoever. That can snap at you anytime. If you say anything. He'll snap at you. I understand that the joke I made was really dumb. I'm not going to lie. It was really really dumb. But um, is it a reason to snap at someone? Is it a reason to you know almost like to the point get so aggressive and get so angry about it no obviously this person had no self control whatsoever if that pisses him off to that point imagine other things that i could say or you never know you know imagine if you say something else and he gets pissed off even more so i think self control is very important uh in a relationship because clearly after that um so the story kind of ended with with uh, me just kind of Whatever he blocked me anyway, so then after, uh, see like literally, see how how intense like how intense he was, just look at that. So he literally blocked me, and then I moved on because who cares? Uh, never made that joke again. Definitely never made a dumb joke again. I learned my lesson. Um, and then after, uh, recently actually uh, this summer, when I was 19, this summer, uh, he sent me he tried like sending me another like another snapchat and another instagram uh like dm he sent me saying oh like he didn't even he didn't really apologize he was like he was like i I don't know why we don't talk anymore or i don't know he was kind of just saying weird things and uh i didn't talk to him uh recently um yeah i remember i tried i think after that i didn't talk to him like he added me again and then I noticed that he actually had a girlfriend, so it ended up just nothing happened. He had a girlfriend, um, and I pray for her. I pray nothing happened to her because he was very aggressive, and you know he would lose control at any anything that anyone said. Anything triggered him, everything triggered him. So I'm praying for that girl. I hope you're. I hope you're okay. I hope the girlfriend's okay. Uh, if he's still with him, if uh, he's still with her. Um, I don't know. Maybe I should... I'm going to go stalk, I think. I probably... Since I have my computer here, I can probably stalk him if he didn't block me. But I know that now he has a girlfriend. I don't know if he's still with that girl. Um, I'm just... I wouldn't be with him, to be honest. I think dating him would be the worst idea. The worst idea ever. Never. Don't date him. Do not date someone like that. You will regret... Mm-mm. Anyways, I cannot find him anymore, so I guess... Or I blocked him on uh, on Instagram. Because then he kept wanting to talk to me. Um, Very weird. Very, very weird. Because I don't know why he wants to... You know, why he wanted to talk to me. After literally blocking me. Very weird. Anyways. I'm trying to see... Where my block. Uh, Yeah, maybe he still had the girlfriend. I don't know if he still has a girlfriend, to be honest. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Anyways, I was just curious. Next story. So that's my little story. Next story is from Nicole. So Nicole says, My husband and I have been together 15 years. I thought a lot about what seems to be keeping us together. While marriage around us crumbles the one word that i keep coming keep coming back to is respect so respect is very important um just knowing it isn't enough you have to actually respect the other person um you have to respect his his uh work ethic his patience creativity intelligence and core value from this respect comes everything else trust, patience perseverance because sometimes life is really hard and you both just have to persevere yeah. Cute. Okay, next one is all love. Respect yourself and your wife. Never talk badly to or about her. If you don't respect your wife, you don't respect yourself. You choose her, live up to that choice. Definitely. And it goes to the same for your boyfriend, your boyfriend or your husband. Respect him too. Very important to respect everyone. Very important. Never talk shit about your partner, complain about them to your friends. Um, respect that they have different hobbies interests respect that they have equal stay in relationship no secrets if you really if you really are in this together hmm okay so for this one in particular anyways I would say yeah respect very important um yeah moving on from that because I have nothing to say about that uh, talk openly about everything especially the stuff that hurts. So here Ronnie says we always talk about what's bothering us with each other, not with anyone else. We have so many friends who are in marriages that are not working well. And they tell me it's all about all about what is wrong, and I can't help them. They need be, they need to be talking to their spouse about it, and you can figure out a way to be able to always talk with your spouse about what's bugging you, then you can work on the issue. So that's a good advice next one is tracy there can be no secrets 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 divide you always and i think the next one is a healthy relationship means two healthy individuals so uh this is this is a really really long article so i'm going to try to speed up a bit because there's still a lot to read uh okay so i'm going to read this one uh two healthy individuals I'm going to read one of those. So this one is Mandy. Uh, Understand that it's up to you to make yourself happy. It's not the job of your spouse. I'm not saying you shouldn't do nice things for each other. But your partner can't make you happy. Uh, Next one is give each other space. And James says be sure you have a life of your own. Otherwise it's harder to have a life together. Have your own interests, your own friends your own support network, and your own hobbies. Uh, yeah, it helps you expand your horizon as a couple. So yeah, next one is... Mm-mm-mm. You and your partner will grow and change in expected ways, embrace it. So Dottie said, over the course of 20 years, we both have changed. We have changed faith, politic parties, new Miss hair colors, styles we love each other's and possibly our grown kids constantly tell their friends what hopeless romantics we are and the biggest thing that keep us strong is not giving a f about what anyone else says about our relationship next one is get good at fighting so ryan says the relationship is a living breathing thing much like the body and muscles it cannot get stronger without the stress and challenge you have to fight you have to hash things out obstacles make the marriage get good at forgiveness so Bill says in marriage there's no such thing as winning an argument the little things add up to big things so I'm gonna read this one um, Susan children are worshipped in our culture parents are expected to sacrifice everything for them But the way to raise healthy and happy kids is to maintain a healthy and happy marriage. Good kids don't make a good marriage. A good marriage makes good kids. So keep your marriage the top priority. Okay. Be practical and create relationship rules. Um, Then next one says, learn to ride the waves. And yeah, that was the end of the article. So honestly, these advice were pretty good. Some of them I agree with. Some of them... Not so much, but I don't have, I would say, that much experience with relationships in general. I know a lot of people around me are in relationships and marriages, so I hear them talking a lot about that. And I learn on my own what it means to be in a relationship and what a relationship is. Um, but in general, I never, I was never in a romantic relationship, so I cannot really comment so much on this particular topic but i can honestly agree what i can say i can honestly agree that respect and self-control is very important in a romantic relationship please look out for those things when you are you know when you are getting into a relationship i will certainly that's what i'm looking for in a relationship as well that's certainly what i look out for if this person has self-control what they're saying what they're not because you know sometimes we have some bad <clears throat> experiences um we definitely learn from them definitely 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 so um that is all for the article of today be respectful have self-control and nothing is perfect so remember that uh next time you get into a relationship or if you are in one at the moment uh good luck to you all on your life journeys and thank you so much for listening, bye.